Welcome back to the Park Life Podcast. Do we still have a podcast? Yes, we do. Are we back? We are back. Yes. <laughs> Me and Greg. It's both of us. Say hello, Greg. It's both of us. <laughs> hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Happy to be back. Happy to be back. I mean, are you just not exhausted after all this stuff or what? Whew, guys. Did you have I any downtime between excited. coming back and going back to work? Uh, you could you could say that phrase. Um, like, did I landed... you have at least a day? No. Okay. Um, I got home at about 2.30 in the morning, early Tuesday, and then did work on Tuesday, but I did work from home that day. Okay. So okay. Still... I was oh. slouched at my computer for the day, for the work day, and then promptly went to sleep. You're like, standing so, yes. desk? Not today. <laughs> yes, no. I'm standing now at my standing desk. Do yeah. I sound different, everybody? So cool. I feel like... You sound so cool. Do I sound so cool? <laughs> um, I like the way you started our in, our uh, episode. I think we should always just ask questions and then answer them ourselves. Are we back? Yes. <laughs> Is both of us? Yes. Are we doing a podcast? Yes. Are we going to sing more songs? Absolutely. <laughs> Probably. Yeah, it's been so long. I forgot what your singing voice sounds like. Mm, I'll see if I can work it in today. We'll see I'm what sure happens. I'm sure there's something. Also, I have a random thing, too, that I just thought about because yes. Rick, who's one of our followers, and hopefully mm-hmm. he's listening to this, do you ever just have those people that you follow on Instagram and you're like, I feel like this account could be my account? Like, all the things he's they He's the one. Post, I told him that, too. Yeah. On, okay, I guess this is another, like, confirmation of how similar we are because I, like, mm-hmm. literally everything that he posts, I'm like, um, yes, exactly. Like, I feel the same <laughs> way. I pretty much could just repost your whole story and, like, that that's me. Um, so I thought about that because... Just with all the things that he posts, I'm like, yep, he's one of the ones. I'm trying. It's like Rick Rick Gray. Is it Rick Gray 7? Let me look it up. Yeah, it is. Um, I was hesitant to say something to him because I don't know if it's creep or not. But like, hey, everything you say, oh, no. I feel oh, the no. same I way. I messaged him and he was but like, uh, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so I feel like he could just, maybe he just needs to be another host on our podcast. Maybe because uh, he's, you know. Rick, what, what are you doing is, on Mondays? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's Rick Gray 7. Everyone just follow along. If you want a little bit of glimpse more into who Doug, who Doug, I almost said Doug, who Greg and I are, uh, just follow Rick. Follow his mm-hmm. Instagram. Yeah, if we're not enough for you, have have a third personality I mean, to follow that just matches saying. <laughs> Um Speaking of, of, are you available on Mondays? We'll be changing it up a little bit. Not, ah. not dramatically, everybody. Boop, 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 boop. This just in. Our release day will change from mm-hmm. Tuesday to Wednesday. So happy hump day, everybody. It will be your yeah, a hump day treat for your ears. Yeah, hopefully that's not, you know, a big downer for everybody. But we are adjusting some things to our new life changes, really my life changes, just with work and things. Well, you have some life changes too. Um, but yeah, we need to change our recording day. So therefore, we wanted our release day to be a little bit different. And um, if you have yeah. a problem with it, please don't email us. <laughs> <laughs> or at us <laughs> yes um i think everyone will be okay right yeah. it is just just a podcast just another and, uh, a different commute day for work and you can still listen to us yes so um you know we took a two-week break because greg was traveling around a little bit mm-hmm. and if you were following along on our instagram you saw that i went to canada and then to alaska yeah. via the disney wonder cruise ship and I'd like to take some time today to tell you all about it because I'd like to take I'm a moment excited. Just sit right there. Sorry, just <laughs> okay. to do it. How to do it? See, I knew it'd come up. Didn't take long. Just two minutes in, Mm-mm. three minutes Mm-mm. in. So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about it. And if you're wondering what I'm going to be talking about, I'd like to cover my overall experience on a seven night cruise. By the way, if you don't remember, this was my first cruise. So I'd like to, 
I, I think it's a cool perspective to have is that this was my first cruise and what did yeah. I think about it? Um, we'll talk about the dining options, entertainment, what it's like to work on a cruise. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about the time I broke the law and um, the stateroom I stayed in, which was just a standard stateroom that most guests will stay on in there. Mm-hmm. And of course, some random things as we go along. And I'm sure you, Beth, will have questions along the way too. Yeah, I already thought um, of one that I forgot to ask you in the pat chat. And that was, did you yeah. stay in a room by yourself or did you have to have like a roommate? I was alone in my okay, stateroom, yes. Cool. Which is yes. very nice. Because you know, am... if, you, if you've ever been on a cruise, you know it's like four people crammed in one room. So I'm like super <laughs> excited that not only for your first cruise, you got to stay by yourself, but it's also a Disney cruise, so... Yes, and yeah. it's a small room, and we'll get to, we'll get there when I talk about the stateroom itself. But um, just some quick overall stuff, because when I was talking about this cruise to others, um, my first question for everyone was always related to motion sickness. It was very nervous mm-hmm, mm-hmm. about what it's like to basically feel trapped on a ship that sometimes might be swaying to and fro, right? If it's if it's rocking and there's some swells. So um, I'm, I'm happy to say that most parts of my trip, I forgot I was on a ship. Yeah. It really just felt like I was in a hotel. So um, there, there were some nights or some parts, I should say, that you could feel it, but it was unusual. I mean, we were up in, it was from Vancouver, Canada up to Alaska. So mm-hmm. a lot of that stuff isn't the same as like traveling through a tropical ocean and a hurricane. It's a lot right. more calm water. Uh, up there for the most part, but there was some parts where we were quote in the ocean. You mean you're, that you weren't in like the deadliest rocky. catch waters? <laughs> no, 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 no. So um, I did bring Dramamine with me. I did try to buy non-drowsy from the pharmacy before I left, and they only had less drowsy. So I wasn't fully awake. I was just slightly less sleepy. Okay. Um, but it all worked out. So um, anytime it like started is when I took the Dramamine. I wanted to take it before I felt sick, and I only wound up taking it three times on the seven nights, eight days that I was on the ship. I feel like that's pretty good for a first timer. Yeah. And um, the second time I took it, it's because the captain came over the loudspeaker to say that they're expecting 40 mile an hour, 40 mile an hour winds overnight, as well as wave heights of 17 feet. I'm in an elevator as, as on my way up to dinner at this point when this announcement's (laughs) being made and I'm instant sheer panic. So I look at my coworker, I'm like, I need to know what that means. The 17 feet, what's the average height? Of a wave. I can't. Yeah. Why did they say 17? <laughs> What's the normal uh, miles per hour of the wind? Is 40 a lot? Am I going to die? You need to tell me right now if I'm going to die or not because I need to make a few phone calls. And You're like uh, strummaging through your purse to get your, <laughs> your Dramamine out. <laughs> well, we went to dinner and I was like, well, I have to I have to eat first. So like I didn't, I don't want to miss my dinner. So not miss my dinner, but I was really hungry. So I wanted to eat. So after dinner, I ran down to my room and got my, um, my Dramamine. But uh, it wound up not being that bad overall. And and truthfully, when I was in bed, I didn't feel, I mean, you could like a little bit of the rocking, but it kind of like lulled me to sleep, which someone had told me that's what it did for them. I was like, that's not a thing. And it was a thing for me. So yeah. So it actually, it, it can make you feel like, you know, you're just like lulling you to sleep, but it depends on what floor you were on. So that's why I was curious. What mm, floor of the ship were you on? I was on deck two. So I'm low on the ship. Okay. Cause like sometimes it depends on where you are in the boat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fair enough. And um, I had an ocean view, so I was on the outside of the boat, whereas you could be in the middle, which I, you probably mm-hmm. feel less rocking, right? Because you're yeah. towards the center and you would feel more on the edges. That's what I would assume. Um, I was deathly afraid of feeling claustrophobic because mm-hmm. it's a small, like the room is small, the hallways are small, the, the bathroom is like a closet. Um, everything is small, except for the ship itself somehow, oddly enough. And uh, I didn't feel that way at all, which was great. I, I guess I just really built it up in my head to be much more than it was. It was actually like fun, the parts where I wasn't working. Yeah. So um, not that the parts where I was working wasn't fun, just you know what I mean. Right. Um, 
it just was nice to to feel like that that stuff that I was worried about really didn't matter at all. So mm-hmm. I shouldn't have worried about it. So that's my advice to you out there. Obviously, like be cautious, track, you know, pack your your Dramamine, but. I, I don't think it's going to be as, as bad as maybe you're fearing it's going to well, be. Well, and it, it does depend on the boat you're on. I will I will just say that because I'm like, yes. not all cruises are created equal. Um, Correct. But, you know, so Disney's, they know how to do it up. Yes. They do have stabilizers on the boat. That's and why whatnot, I'm like, I'm kind say, of, so. I, on the other end, I'm kind of sad that it was your first cruise because you can only really go downhill from there. <laughs> not only that, right? Not only was it, and I, you know, I know I say this to someone who was a cast member, but mm-hmm. I have heard from others that the Disney cruises are like, they always say they yes. are the best. They're top notch. Um, not that they yeah. don't enjoy others, but that seems to be the top. People so, are like, they're so the expensive. Of, and I'm like, but everyone says it's worth it once they ooh. do it. Yes. The, so. the thing is, though, is that not only was it a Disney cruise, it was a seven-night Alaskan cruise. Right. And it was the Disney Vacation Club member cruise, mm-hmm. which is an added bonus layer of cash and prizes that I can't wait to tell you about because you're going to poop your pants <laughs> about how ridiculous this all of this stuff was. So I feel like I got this, what I'm calling a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity mm-hmm. to be able to partake this. And then the trade-off was it had to work sometimes 10 to 12 to 14 hours a day on the on the ship. Yeah. But um, on the port days, we were allowed to get off because we can't work okay. um, at that time. So we did get to, we did do quite a bit of uh, adventuring. But um, next on my list is navigating the ship. Okay. I was also worried because, you know, it's not quite a maze, but there's like ship and nautical vocab words mm-hmm. that, you know, if you don't talk about the aft or the forward of anything, you're like, well, which, what's what there, here? It's on the starboard so, side. <laughs> it's like, what? Yeah, that's what they kept saying, starboard. <laughs> yeah. I was like, I don't know what that, I actually still don't know what that means. But um, anyway. Uh, I feel like starboard is right, but I'm going to look it up. That would make sense, I think, but I don't know. Because they used another word, I don't know, starboard. And I was like, what does that even mean? Yeah, starboard um, is, No. Yeah, to the right or right forward. Side. Okay, but why? But, it's just like they're all nautical, nautical terms. But I'm like, you, but also like I grew up near the water, so some of these terms I know because I had to get like my boater's license and stuff like that when I was younger. Okay, gotcha. Before I like, if you wanted to drive boats and stuff when you were under a certain age, you had to go get a boater's license. Hmm. Um, and so you have to like learn these terms because we had to go take a test on it. But otherwise, gotcha. I'm like okay. most people would be like, what? I don't know that, or they would only know it from the Friends episode where. Uh, Rachel's teaching Joey how to do a sailboat. How to. Okay. <laughs> so. And what is clearly not a CGI, like, lake or <laughs> oh my God. body of water that they're in. Yeah. how terrible that was? Terrible. Um, anyway, so, uh, you know, it took it took some getting used to. And I feel like by maybe day three, I was good. I was good to go in terms of where things were. But someone pointed out to me that as you exit your stateroom, if you look down at the carpet, there are a bunch of five-point stars on the ground. And the, the top point always points forward. So like the bottom two point toward the aft of the shift, mm-hmm. shift, ship. And then the, the, the top point always points forward. So you know whether to make a left or a right oh, at a room if you're trying to smart. go forward or aft. That's really yes. smart. So I'm glad that someone mentioned it to yeah. me because that was very helpful. Do you, remember what the the elevator... left, do you remember what the left side of the boat's called? No. Okay. It's port side. Just wondering if you remember oh. that. Starboard and port. <laughs> oh, wait. <laughs> that makes sense because the front of the ship is where we were getting out to go onto the port, right? So, like, that's where the door always was when we were... Port side. Oh, guys, it's all making sense now that it's over. (laughs) Now that you're done. Now that I'm back on land. Was it weird because you're, like, in a Disney... For you, I'm thinking, I'm like, this must have been weird for you because you're so... You know how to navigate, like, all of these Disney hotels and stuff, but this is, like, a Disney hotel that you didn't know how to navigate. (laughs) 
Yes. It was so strange. But honestly, yeah. that's what made it so cool because, you know, I just like you mentioned, like I, I know, like I know a lot of stuff mm-hmm. um, about all of our resorts here. And to a smaller extent, a much smaller extent, the Disneyland ones, because I've been there a couple of times now, but first time on a ship and mm-hmm. it's only one of five ships. So it sounds like I have four more ships to go on. There you go. So I can uh, become more uh, familiar with how things go. Um, there is the the Disney Cruise Line Navigator app, which is very similar to the My Disney Experience app that helps you navigate around, and it tells you like anything that you have signed up for, all the excursions that are there. You can put a little, or anything that's entertainment, you put a little heart next to it, and it'll remind you as time mm, as like you approach cool. the starting time for that. Yeah. Um, also, any like ship updates because we had to change our clocks, so we were already three mm. hours behind my normal time. Right, because we're East Coast and that's over right. there on the, on the uh, West Coast for Pacific time. And then as we're traveling to Alaska, we had to go back one more hour. hour. So I, we just, it was a hot yeah. mess as to what. You're like, so what the first time is night, it? I don't know. Yeah, the night we had to put the cl- the time back, we're like, perfect. We get an extra hour of sleep, but we wound up staying out an extra hour. So it really didn't do anything. And then unfortunately, on the way back from Alaska, when we had to go mm. forward an hour, that was the rough one because it was leading up to the day where we had a 14 hour work day. So we were like, uh, yeah. whose idea was this not great um overall though i mean you know you just kind of i feel like i'm just still catching up on sleep and i've been back on land now for like five six days yeah getting there well they tell you they do tell you or i've heard this before from a lot of friends mm-hmm. that like go overseas and stuff um like one day for each hour that you like usually it takes one day you for changed? your body to adjust oh. to like how many hours you went back so yeah, I mean, we flew out on 6 a.m. on Saturday morning, and we got to Canada in the 1 o'clock hour, but we had a four-hour flight to, or whatever, yeah, two-hour flight to Dallas, and mm-hmm. then Dallas to Vancouver was four and change. So, like, although it was only 6 a.m. to 1 p.m., we like yeah. we were doing a lot of things, and there were th- really the three-hour difference was just, like, messing with our minds. Yeah. Um, I was eating lunch at, like, 2 o'clock, and it really should be dinner time. My body was very confused oh, yeah, about what was going on. Oh, yeah, for sure. You're like, and this isn't nuggets. What is this? So <laughs> speaking of food, I want to hear some more about food. Yes. Okay. So um, a quick rundown of what the dining situation is here. And again, I don't know how to compare it to other cruise lines right. because never been on them. And this was my first time. So um, the dining works by being assigned a dinner time mm-hmm. each night. But obviously, dinner is only one meal. Yep. So breakfast and lunch can be eaten at Cabana's. The Cabana's restaurant is buffet style. Mm-hmm. And it is wonderful in the sense that you can eat as much as you want, yep. as often as you want in the dedicated breakfast and lunch hours. And so if you want ice cream meant, for breakfast, you can have it. <laughs> ooh, it's rough, man. <laughs> this this whole thing is rough. So um, breakfast most mornings consisted of Mickey waffles and eggs and like some other things and things I really didn't need to be eating. You are such a creature and, of nature too, you. Uh, You'd be well, like, I'm I, having this every single day now. <laughs> well, the thing is, like, you know, I don't have access to Mickey waffles every day, let alone unlimited. So I got mm-hmm. two of them every day for like seven days straight, and I was not yeah. sick of them. I mean, they're waffles, right? Right. It's carbs, put a little syrup on it. It's basically dessert. Yeah. So, uh, and then I'd go back there for lunch. Um, so, like, breakfast was before dinner, was before dinner. Breakfast was before work, and then we got a quick break during the work day to go up to lunch, and same thing for dinner. So that's that. You don't have to eat. At Cabana's, but what's nice about Cabana's lunch, uh, they don't do dinner, so it's just breakfast and lunch. The nice thing about lunch is their selection of desserts changes daily. And overall, their food, there were some that were consistent and some that was different, like their flavor of the day, so to speak. There was like a taco day, an, an American day, uh, um, something that had a lot of spicy stuff, and I can't remember what they called it, but that part changed. Yeah. But a lot of staples were the same. But the dessert station, which was in the center of it, changed 
every day. Mm. And um, some of the desserts were better than others, including the cheesecake that had like a chocolate, almost like an Oreo cookie crumble topping Ooh. with uh, peanut butter drizzle on it. That mm-hmm. was one that stood out for me. Yeah. Uh, like a, a cookies all, and cream all pie all was in you. there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. There was just, I was getting two and three at a time because like, listen, I'm did on vacation. Eat, did you eat soft serve ice cream? I did only twice and very little. I had blueberry one night and then vanilla the other. Um, I just don't want to overdo it. I was eating so I would I would have the desserts at lunch and then more at dinner. So more about dinner in a moment. Okay. Um, I did mention um, that you are assigned a dining time for dinner. Mm-hmm. So we, my uh, one coworker and I were the early quote early one at five forty five, which is when I kind of eat dinner. Me like, too. Anyway, <laughs> I was but, like, that's right then, on time. <laughs> yeah, our and then our peers, our other coworkers were the. Uh, the 8.30 one, which I would have not yeah. made it. I couldn't. Mm-hmm. I can't make it to 8.30. So um, that you choose before you get on the ship. So you know what your dining time is going to be before, right? You don't just learn that when you step on the ship. And um, your app tells you as well, which is really handy. Like it shows you your plans for the day, just like your My Disney Experience does. And it tells you dinners at this place at this time. And it's always the same time every night. Did you sit at a, you large, also have this... a large table with multiple people well, or was it just you and your coworkers? It was just, it was actually just the two of us because they had okay. planned it for the four of us, but we had to split because yeah. we can't all four abandon our work post, right? Okay. We had to okay. split it up. So um, we wound up having a table for four, but just two of us. And um, it's, it's such an interesting concept. Again, first time on a cruise. So uh, your server staff rotates with you. So mm-hmm. you're at restaurant A one night, B the next, mm-hmm. and C the next. And then if it's depending on how many nights are in your cruise, you just rotate through them. Okay. But your table number stays the same. So you only have to remember one number. We were table 66. And uh, your servers come with you. So they kind of get to know you a little yeah. bit. And then the other weird thing is like you realize that you recognize everybody do you ever like yeah. keep going to different restaurants but all the people are the same like i mean they're sitting in the exact yeah. same tables next to you it's kind of weird well it's kind of like um, when you go to the disney park and you're like on the bus with people and you're maybe having like you may have a conversation yeah. with them or someone maybe at your hotel but then you see them in the park and you're like there's mm-hmm. our there's our friends like from the hotel yes. but it's yeah every or even night. like people in front of you on a line somewhere and then you'll yeah. see them later in the day yeah. and like your friendship's over because you're no longer on that attraction line well, but the reason for a I, while you had that moment yeah the reason i asked about the table is because um the other cruises that i've been on i, I was at a larger table with other people mm. that you didn't know but you're all there it's okay. you like it's the same people every night so you kind of get the, yep. to know the people that you're sitting with too because yes. you, that's you're sitting with them at dinner um mm-hmm. so that's why i was wondering if you guys were thrown with like larger parties but that I've also was the case for others, but not for us. Yeah, and I've also I haven't been on a cruise where you go to different restaurants, so that's really cool. I think I don't know if that's like a norm for most cruises. Oof. Well, so let's talk about those restaurants. Yeah, that's because, really cool. Yeah, so I, what I've learned by people, you know, talking to to coworkers and even some guests about what dining is like on the other four Disney ships. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess all of them have a version of Animator's Palette. Okay. One way or the other, except I think maybe The Wish, but don't quote me on that, everybody. Um, so let's talk about that one. Uh, it's probably my favorite. Okay. So if you um, were following along on the Instagram page, this is the one that involved all the animation, thus the animator's palette. Mm-hmm. So night one, um, even just when you walk in, like all of the walls are white with drawings on them. And in the middle of the restaurant that are what would otherwise be pillars, you know, they're just big paintbrushes that were going up to oh, a palette. Cool. Cool. And then like the little paint... Um, you know, like this, the Sketches. splotches of paint were obviously lights so they could change yeah. color if they needed to. And so could the tip of the brush and the brush had lights mm-hmm. in it. And like, it just was cool. Like it was, a, cool. yeah, it's kind of like the more old school, like nineties version of Disney that you probably remember growing mm-hmm. up with. 
Um, if you were to picture a restaurant that was also a Disney store, I feel like that's what this was, if that makes any okay, sense. Yeah. Um, so night one of Animator's Palette on this particular cruise was, um, you know, they're just, you eat your dinner and whatnot. And then a little animation show happens on all of the screens. There's a bunch of screens around the restaurant that have different animations. And as you're eating, like you can see them being drawn, drawn, drawn um, from like, yeah, from like the little basic circles that eventually turn into like Jiminy Cricket, right? Like you get to see the whole animation process and then a little show happens and they start playing phantasmic music. And then Sorcerer Mickey comes out and does this like, he's dancing around the room to phantasmic music. And it's a fun time and, and a good time is had by all. But the second time we went to Animator's Palette was even better. So first one had their show elements with the cartoons on the screens and, and like the lights kind of changing and Mickey coming out. But night two, as you sit down, they give you a placemat and you have to draw whatever you want to draw. If you want to draw yourself, draw yourself. So yeah. I drew myself and some people picked up on it that I drew like oh, the blue I, Mickey yes. shirt okay, that I, I wear on Fridays. I was wondering where that yes. was. <laughs> yes. It was so, basically like a flat Stanley. That's what it made me. That's what yes, it reminded me exactly. of. Exactly. So, you know, not an artist, so it's everyone's drawing stick figures, but what they wind up doing, and if you want to if you don't want to be spoiled, I guess, you know, fast forward like a minute and a half here, but what they what they do is they take everyone's drawings and animate them. So they put them yeah. on the screen and you watch them first just kind of stand there uh, not animated, just, mm-hmm. you know, a static drawing, and then they start to move and then they're included in different Disney movies. Like they they superimpose them into some classic animated movies. So, so like you're some of them are funnier than others. Yeah, some of them like are so terrible, but it's like <laughs> Yes, you gotta do it. And you can That's tell awesome. some of them are drawn by kids. Yeah, for sure. You know, um some of them maybe should have been kids like right. me, but no, I just I just can't that draw. That was really cool um, though. It was so cool. And like it's such a simple well, a simple concept. I'm sure it's mm-hmm. not simple technology. Um, but just, we were just sitting there like, oh my gosh. And the coworker I was with had seen it already. So she was like, trying not to hype it up for me. Just kind yeah. of letting it happen. Yeah. Um, it was, it was really cool to see your drawing come to life when I have never had that before. So that was re- mm-hmm. a really cool experience. I mean, the food was good too, but the show element of it was really the thing that I remember the most. Right. Um, but the thing about dining is, you know, it's all included, right? Right. You pay the one price to get on the ship and then you eat. So if you want two appetizers and mm-hmm. a super a salad and an entree yes. and three desserts, you you want two entrees, you get mm-hmm. it. So that's the best I was part about eating. cruises. Or if you get something oh. and you're like, I don't really like this. It's like, well, then we'll just order whatever else you wanted to try. Yes. And if you didn't like it, exactly. Mm-hmm. You just get something different. Yeah. And I didn't dislike anything. The very first night we ate at Triton's, which is a cool restaurant because you can see out of both sides of the ship. So like there are windows in each mm-hmm. side of the restaurant and you can see like out both sides. Well, that was the night that we were cool. in the port after our little bit of a delay um, because of the uh, third party tugboat company that didn't <laughs> want to help us get out because they decided to go on strike yeah. instead. And it wasn't even their first strike. But anyway, um, so the view wasn't great because we were expecting to see the water, mm-hmm. like moving water and mountains in the background. But we just kept staring at the same ship next to us for the whole time. But anyway, so uh, I had I had uh, duck that night. Don't tell Donald, but that was the first time I've ever had a uh, had duck. And you know what it tasted like? Chicken. A bit like chicken, yeah. Actually, that was probably the only meal I didn't love. I feel was like that, the texture that is portion of the slightly meal. different, but it's like it still tastes like chicken. I mean, it's... yeah. I just I think it was overcooked, maybe, or maybe that's how it always tastes. But I also yeah. had French onion soup for the first time that night. I've never oh. I've never had it. Believe it or not. I'm so glad you ventured I'm not out. Really from a your... soup guy. Yeah, big adventure. Had that French onion soup. <laughs> well, I mean, you had duck. I'm just saying it's not chicken nuggets and fries. <laughs> I did eat. I did eat nuggets a couple of times. Um, but, From the buffet. Um, I'll From talk the buffet. About, 
No. Well, yes and no. I'll tell you why I had to have nuggets. Had to. Had nuggets on other occasions. So that's Animator's Palette. And then Triton's was the one. We wound up only eating there once. We skipped the dinner to go to a show, which I'll explain in a minute. But the third restaurant on board is Tiana's Place, which Mm -hmm. you may have just heard they announced to be coming to Disneyland in their New Orleans Square. But here on the Disney Wonder, we were set to eat there three times, two dinners and a breakfast. Um, I, we only ate the two dinner. Was it three dinners? Either way, only ate there twice. Mm-hmm. Um, first night, they had live jazz music. Like a band was up on stage. Tiana came out to introduce her mm-hmm. band, her musicians, and they were playing. And every now and like, I don't know, maybe two or three times throughout the night, she would come out just to introduce stuff and introduce like did dessert and stuff. And she's in, she's in the kitchen. She didn't sing that night, but she did sing the other night, okay. I think. Either way, she did sing live. And she's good. She was... That was a quality. I mean, I, I would hope so. Yes. I would hope if you're Tiana and on the Disney cruise that you would be pretty stellar at that. <laughs> in Tiana's place of all right. places, right? Um, the second time we ate there was the Mardi Gras night where I'm, I'm pretty sure, yeah, I posted a video from that because all of the servers left the room for a second and then came back in with like fake prop instruments and like beads yeah. and just like Mardi Gras paraphernalia. And every time our server walked by us, he would like kind of throw the saxophone in my face and pretend to like be like playing the music like at me and then would run away. And um, it was just like a fun time. Everyone's clapping. You get beads and stuff. I didn't even have to show anything. You I just to got show beads. your boobs. Great. No, not this time. I mean, it did anyway, just because that's like the, that's the whole, that's the whole the thing. thing. But I didn't have to. You're like, oh, oh I don't have to. They're like, sir, sir. This is family <laughs> Put it down. Family. No one wants to see that. Um, incidentally, there were very few kids on, on this ship. Um, it was the member cruise, and yeah. truthfully, a lot of like the the age the age range of a lot of the members is on the higher end, mm-hmm. you could say. So, I have a feeling most of their kids are, are grown up. But anyway, um, if you don't want to eat at any of the three restaurants when it's your turn to eat, or you miss it, like me, when um, because I was at work, I had to choose between going to a show or dinner. Whereas there are different show times and different dinner times where you can alternate. Like there'd be an early showing and a late showing of entertainment and then same thing for dining. But Mm -hmm. I only had the time slot to do one. So um, if you don't want to go to your sit-down dinner, you can go up. It's it's up on Deck 9, which is the same as Cabana's. And outside they have uh, like a burger place where you can get burgers, hot dogs, chicken tenders, and a few vegetable and other dietary things. Needs, and that's also options. like included. You didn't have to pay extra. All for included. That? Okay, right cool. next to it was a sh- shawarma place, which I still don't know what shawarma? it is. Yep. And then um, same deck, just on the uh, uh, you know a little bit farther from that. Oh, actually, right next door to that is pizza, Pinocchio's Pizza. Mm. So all different kinds of pizza. And then Daisy's Delights had like sandwiches and soups and some other like meals of the day type that's thing. So awesome. they you have all these options for you. Yeah, and those are open late ish like yeah. the pizza was open the latest um so you always had an, you always had something to eat whether or not it was your assigned dinner or breakfast lunch at cabanas you could you could find something to eat somewhere which was very helpful mm-hmm. plenty plenty of options and if none of that works for you room service is available 24 7 and room service is included but you might you might want to tip the person yeah. so technically it might be costing you money but that's just because you know you're paying for the right the gratuity for someone delivering your food because you didn't want to get it yourself. Mm-hmm. And um, the shows that I saw were worth skipping dinner, but not the best Disney shows I've ever seen. Okay. So if we could talk about the entertainment on board. Now, some of this is unique to this particular sailing, but I just want to tell you because I think they're cool. But um, two of the options are the, are the staples, and they're on every Disney Wonder sailing, so not okay. unique to this particular sailing. So the two 
kind of Broadway style shows, if you will, that we saw. The reasons I skipped my dinner um, was a Frozen show mm-hmm. and a show called Dreams, which I think was created exclusively for Disney Cruise Line. I'm pretty sure. Is it that one that's um, like, this maybe... is what dreams are made of? No. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no. And although Lizzie McGuire comes like, out. <laughs> yes. People kept like singing that song like you do when yes. you hear a song. Like that was the song that people were singing. So um, the Frozen show, uh, I would say... A generous scoring of that would be a seven and a half out of ten. Okay, comparing it to like what though? Frozen. Honestly, if I'm going to see a Frozen show, I'd rather just go see the sing along in Hollywood Studios because at least they prefer audience participation. But the thing about this Frozen show, and if anyone's seen it, feel free to reach out. I'm happy to discuss it with you to see if I'm totally crazy here. But they're just like there's so much awkward dialogue and a lot Mm. of like pauses and silences, and I was like. like, are they supposed to be speaking You're like, right now? Is it, it was so strange. These people are Canadian? <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on? So, um, uh, Elsa was was great, the actress who played Elsa, and the uh, actor who played Olaf, who I think was a visiting Broadway star. Okay. And it was noticeable. I was like, wow, this guy is like, really? this is like, he's on a different, because it was puppets, right? He had a, an Olaf puppet. And he just was noticeably better. Mm. And it turns out it's because he's actually from Broadway. So okay. I was like, oh, get it. That's why, that's why he's like, kind of stands out he's like singing um, songs but like saying his name and yeah. <laughs> my name is Boba and i'm actually on broadway yeah. <laughs> yes he put up a qr code so everyone <laughs> could find his website um and the second show that we saw was called dreams and uh, this is the one i'm pretty sure it was created exclusively for dcl for disney cruise line okay and you basically uh the storyline is you're you're in the bedroom of a of a girl who is trying to fall asleep and she goes through all of the stories that she's okay. uh, been read to as a kid and you're in like the dream sequences of that, and basically you're just seeing different scenes from different movies with different characters. Wait, I think I does it start like this? This is a story of a girl. Remember <laughs> <laughs> drown the whole world. Is that how it starts? That's exactly like okay, that. Okay. Yeah, I have seen that show then. <laughs> totally awesome. Um, and that was better. I gave that an eight out of ten. Oh, okay. Mm. Could be updated. Oh, it's a bit old y'all. this time. <laughs> well, you know. I skipped dinner for these things. Yeah, that's true. Um, but but still, like, would still recommend you see the dreams one. I would say truthfully, I would not. I would, I would not see the Frozen mm, show again. Okay, that's just me personally. Um, so those are the more uh, like kind of specific things you could see. I, I want to tell you by the way, that's really all I saw for entertainment. Okay. But there was just looking at this list of things that were available. Uh, probably twenty different things you could do during do they the have day. Like a skating, not, do they have a skating show here. I don't know. Some, um, some, I don't, some boats have like skating rinks on them. So you're like. No, no skating rink. Okay. They did a lot of stuff in the Walt Disney Theater. So that's where okay. I saw the two shows. But um, Disney Plus was on board. I know we talked about mm-hmm. this on our on our bonus episode on our patch chat. But Disney Plus was there to debut and even have um, advanced screenings of some programming. Some of it's now available, but they did let us all see Pinocchio okay, um, about a week before about it came Pinocchio. out. I haven't seen it. And um, they also screened at least one episode of Limitless, which is a National Geographic show hosted by Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. And a couple of other things, too. You're like, that one, a lot of ladies went to that one for some reason. Yeah, so, so weird. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of moms uh, they were in there. sliding right off their chairs. That's disgusting. <laughs> so, well, well, it was raining a lot, seats were wet. So, uh, there was a Broadway <laughs> Let's Get Together show. And Let's this. Let's Get Together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, um, like that. that that's like the, 
No, that was the good one. Okay. Um, that was the one I think that was happening. Yeah, that was happening. I didn't see that one. A lot of these I didn't see because mm-hmm. I was working, but it's a lot of stuff. There was um, the story of Mickey Mouse, uh, an inside look into the strange world, which was, a, I think, a Disney Plus show or something like that. Okay. Um, they let you screen uh, Cars on the Road, a show that's coming out of Disney Plus. Um, they had a Nat Geo, a National Geographic thing of Making the Wish, which is the newest mm-hmm. ship in the Disney Cruise line. Mm-hmm. They got to see, guests got to see, uh, like, the Zootopia show that's coming to Disney+. Plus. Just, like, all this stuff. Uh, Bill Farmer was on board, the voice of Goofy. Yeah. And he did, um, like, a panel type thing that you would see at, like, D23, you know, where he just right. talks about life as the, you know, Wasn't the, voice uh, of a... the voice of Mickey, right? Yeah, Brett Ewan or Iwan was on board as well, and he did a thing, too. He, was pr- he probably did the story of Mickey. How old is um, he? That picture you showed, I was like, how old is that guy? He's, he looks like he's, like, um, our age. I would say... I would say late 30s, early 40s, okay. maybe early 40s, yeah. if I had to like kind of guess. I was guess. like, man, go him. Go you. Yeah. Go we also Mickey. heard him sing live as Mickey. And where did we hear him sing live? In the Disney Hits with the Stars. Okay, get this, everybody. So <laughs> Was it like that? <laughs> they came up, well, a little bit. Yeah. They came up with this idea where they were going to pair talent with members. So there were some Broadway stars that were singing with ordinary people. Okay. And um, the voice of Mickey Mouse was one. I know he's not a Broadway star, yeah. but he is someone who was somebody, right? So he sang a Frank Sinatra song. I, th- I forgot the name of it, but it was Smile, I think might be the name of it, okay. um, or whatever. And Bill Farmer was on stage with him for the goofy parts. Because remember we played clips of like the, the Disney characters yeah. do like the crooner yes. hits, right? Yes. So it was one of the songs that we played. Okay. Maybe it's because they listen. Probably. And um, the original genie from Aladdin, like the Aladdin on Broadway, was on board to, mm-hmm. to do it. Um, some of you may know who Josh Strickland is. He was the original Tarzan um, on Broadway. He was there singing. Hometown. He went to my high school. Yes. Um, and and uh, Brett, you know, voice of Mickey was there. And it was a it was interesting. Um, the the voice of one of the band members from like the boy group from uh, Turning Red. Okay. Uh, was there. Um, Wait, so Josh was on this cruise? Yeah. Interesting, because he's he's in. Um, I just saw his thing. He posted he's in like Joseph and the Technicolor, whatever. Okay, yeah, no, he was there the whole week. Cool. And cool. he's of note to our household because Nicole is a fan of his BFF Holly Madison, yes. who you may know or may have heard of. Everybody mm-hmm. as a former um, girlfriend, Playboy Bunny, whatever they were called, and had her show Girls Next Door. Yeah. So she was on board, and I was so Nicole's oh, like a big fan, right? Like okay. a big fan. Yeah. Um, to the point where one day in Disney, Nicole wore her knee socks, which I guess Holly Madison was like known for. Yeah. The mm-hmm. socks that go up to your knee. And she posted a photo of it and Holly Madison liked it. <gasps> it was a big deal, right? <laughs> so I, I'm i like, my, the day we get on the ship, I'm like minding my business, getting some chicky tendies from the buffet. And, you and I her? stop and I'm like, huh, there's Holly Madison. And of course, like my coworkers don't 100% know. I think they're like, they figured yeah. it out eventually. It's like, everybody, hold on. So I like run, I'm like sweating. I call Nicole and I was like, Nicole, you're going to poop. You won't believe yeah. who was on Meanwhile, the ship. Meanwhile, right all she's, your coworkers were like, well, Greg's, he, he's really into Playboy Bunnies. Okay, that's great. <laughs> Good to know about Greg. Kind Martin, of, but not really. Well, not kind of. And you're like, and this, then you're trying to explain that it's your wife that's obsessed or that it yes. looks even weirder. <laughs> it does, but whatever. So I, I went to go find her again. I can't, so here's the thing, like we're not supposed to approach people and I wasn't working at the time, but you know, at that moment, I was just eating lunch. Um, but still we're not supposed to like make a yeah. big deal of anything. Plus like, what would I even possibly say to her? And 
she obviously had healthy things in her plate. She had like mm-hmm. a salad and got grilled chicken and I have chicken tenders, macaroni and cheese mm-hmm. and a roll with butter, right? Like all things I don't need to be eating. You're a child. <laughs> yeah, I was a child. Well, if you put all that food in front of me, you better believe I'm going to eat the mm-hmm. bad stuff. I only did that that one day. Most of my lunches after that were I mean, a little I'm healthier because way. my... I'd be the same way. My, yeah, the rest of my meals were very unhealthy. But um, I was like, I, w- I was within sniffing distance of, mm-hmm. of Holly Madison. So I was sure to tell Nicole that. I would have been like, geez, Holly, save some carbs for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, so that was one piece of entertainment that was offered. And we watched it because it was a... Uh, uh, it was entertaining, I would say. Oh, I bet. Um, we actually didn't make it by the time our shift was over. It had already started, so the the room it was in, or like the venue it was in, was full. But they were live streaming it to a different pub, to like a, a lounge. So we went in there and watched it. Um, Even better. It was, Even better. It was qu- quite the experience, <laughs> I will say. Um, they also did a like a freeze the night up top on the on the deck outside with frozen characters. They were coming out. I I don't remember if I posted this or not, but I still have the video, so I'll repost it okay. to our story because like uh Anna came out and Olaf came out and they were doing like Simon says and it's yeah. like like kind of cheesy, but the whole point was like to get people dancing yeah. up top and um it was a little chilly out, which is why they called it like freezing the night or freeze the night away or something okay. like that. And um and they're like singing and dancing and they're playing regular music too, like dance, almost techno music, which is such a strange thing to be. First of all, right. I'm the first time on a ship. I'm outside. I have no idea where we are. It's cold. Mm-hmm. The Frozen characters are on stage playing Simon Says and then doing techno music to like and dancing. Song. And then they, yeah. And then they make it snow, which it's the same snow oh. that you see everywhere. But like, it was really cool. And they shout out these cool big streamers of stuff. So like overall yeah. a fun, a fun time. Now, fun, fun was had were there own. pools? Yeah, the deck that I'm talking about that we're on for this thing, there was the pool with the slide and stuff. And like, were um, the pools heated? Because I'm like, this is like I a don't Alaskan know. Cruise. The pools were were not packed I'm sh- <laughs> during I'm this sure. sailing, um, because it is an Alaskan cruise. And mm-hmm. even th- when we were in Canada, I would say they were probably like when we were docked there, because yeah. it was still like the 70s at that point. Like yeah. you know, if you're from a cold climate, 70s is like oh, it's top of the I pool. I bet those pools are heated. Do they have like hot tubs? Mm. Okay. Yeah, they had hot tub. Didn't go in it. Didn't even pack a bathing right, suit. Right. Didn't. I knew I wouldn't have time. Plus, no one needs to see my jiggly hairy belly. So, um, <laughs> thanks for sharing that visual. With you're us. welcome. <laughs> um, that's just some of the entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, but like at night, they had a lot of stuff that was 18 and older. Not because the content yeah. was like adult. It's just you know, not yeah, kids yeah. wouldn't get any joy out of it. We did um 90s music trivia one night, or this game called Match Your Mate, which was the same thing as yeah. like Newlywed Game. I bet 90s trivia um, was so much fun. It was harder than you might think because it was okay. all like it was all genres of music, which I guess mm. I realized I don't know all genres of ninety music the way that I thought I did. Doug and I were and punished. I think you, I think you would have too. Punished. There was a, a Lenny Kravitz song I had yeah. never heard, and um, there was a couple, of, a couple others uh, that were I just didn't, I couldn't name anything from these bands. But anyway, um, they did, yeah, a bunch of like trivia related so stuff. So, I like mean, they, were these in like different bars? Like, they have like lounge. A lot of them were in the same one. Okay. Yeah, you can kind of just stay in that in that lounge for like two hours and it'd be like yeah. four different shows, like one after the other, which was great. Yeah. Um, yeah, and like that, and obviously it's all free, and each mm-hmm. bar would have a happy hour at like different time of the night because alcohol is not included. Right. In uh, in in your in your price, so you do have to pay. But you know, certain bars were like thirty percent off at certain times of the night, and which is pretty reasonable. Yeah. But they all put out like most of them, or at least the one of the two that we went to all the time would put out snacks, okay. like very small, um, kind of appetizers, like some wings or crudite, 
or even just like the jalapeno poppers or corn dog nuggets, which still mm. that's nice. Yeah. Just a little something to eat. Not what you're getting at a normal bar anywhere else, you know? You're not getting those kinds of snacks. It's like, here's some popcorn that everyone's touched and also pretzels or or peanuts that everyone's touched. No, they did have those out, but they would bring it to your table specifically. So it wasn't shared with the bar. They brought it to your table. Even better. It was, it was honestly, all in all, a great time. So between all the entertainment, and I I didn't even name everything. There's just so much. I mean, they give you a a little entertainment book for this particular cruise, but it's all listed in the Navigator app. There's just so much to do throughout the day. Um, did you have a TV? Every day was there a TV night. in your room? Like, did that have information on it? Yeah, let's talk about the TV. Okay. Uh, well, let's talk about the stateroom then, because okay. you know I really didn't spend a whole lot of time in there, as you might imagine. And that's going to be like my main point in everything I'm saying is, I was nervous about the room because mm-hmm. when I first got my um, confirmation, I was an inside stateroom, which, as you know, is no window to the mm-hmm. outside world. I was like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna feel sick. This I feel like state room has no windows <laughs> and no doors, pretty much. So I was like, okay. And then for whatever reason, my room got changed and I had an ocean view. So it's it's okay. a porthole, yeah. um, you know, a big, a big round window, and uh, which was nice because I got to see people the pay a world. lot of money to have too. that little round window. <laughs> well, so the three categories are inside room, ocean view, or veranda. And veranda is the is the top of that. Kind of room. There are bigger rooms on on yeah. board, like some suites and stuff. But for like the standard room, um, you know, the the veranda would be the most expensive. But you do have your own personal balcony right. overlooking whatever. Which for a Alaskan cruise where we were supposed to have um, gone up to the glaciers would have been cool because you can just sit on your own veranda. Yeah. We wound up having to skip the glaciers because of the delay from leaving the oh, port. But anyway, sad. Um, Sad, but whatever. But for, for me personally, I think I still would have been okay. If I'm like trying to watch a little bit about what I'm spending, mm-hmm. I think that the medium, the ocean view is the is the best route to go. Again, this is me personally, because I just don't think I'd like the stateroom. I liked opening up the windows and seeing one where we were like yeah. because you know it's like are we in port i don't even know let me open up the window when i wake up in the morning and like that was just nice and depending on which way we were facing i got to watch either the sun rise in the morning mm-hmm. or like if i had to run back down to my room to do whatever i had a quick moment by myself in the room like just watching it set through the hole in the, in the wall like mm-hmm. seeing it like you know on the reflect off the ocean or whatever body of water we were on and uh, so it was, i think it's cool to see out but i don't necessarily need to sit outside yeah. so if you want a little something, but you don't want to spend the money on the veranda, Ocean View is the way to go. Cool. Also, it was cold, so I probably wouldn't right. sit outside anyway. Right. Meanwhile, I would have been out there like as much as I could. <laughs> <laughs> cold air, please. Yes. Well, I mean, it was nice to breathe and not sweat yeah. as soon as you went outside. Okay, so the the room is small, right? It's I think two hundred and eighty square feet. A standard value uh, resort here at Disney World room is like three forty ish depending on the hotel, but that's like an average thing. So if you think that room is small, state room, even smaller. But I feel like what I saw from what you posted, I'm like, mm-hmm. that's a, that's a good size cruise room from the, cru- yeah, I mean, from the cruises I've been on. I'm like, that's a good size room compared to like rooms that I've stayed in with four people too. So yes. like, let me just put um, it in a little bit of perspective for you. Because I can't remember if I posted that to just our, our I don't remember. Uh, patrons, but like, supporters, that's or a very, to post everybody. That's a very nice room compared to like other cruises mm-hmm. I've been on as far, where you have to like literally fold the bed down because you're, yeah. it's like the bunk beds and that takes up half the room. <laughs> so we have, so I'll, I'll, let me uh, walk through the room with you all. Uh, okay. cl- close your eyes and imagine unless you're driving. So um, my room orientation was as the following. So open up the door on the left was bathroom number one which was a sink and a toilet, and then that's it. So, like, 
in order to, you have to like go in the room and like maneuver yes. out of the way so you can close the door. But um, again, you're not going in there to like have a party. And right? also, you're going it's, there your either. Own, it's your own room, right? So like, you can yeah. just leave the door open if you wanted to, right? I still, I have a weird. I'm, anyone else as weird as I am? I always close the door in a bathroom, even if I'm home alone or if I'm in a hotel room alone. Always okay, close the door. Interesting. All right, I am not in that. Weird. I'm not in that. Cool. <laughs> just leave it open. Um, and then if you kept walking, um, you know, one more step, mm-hmm. it's bathroom number two, which was a sink and a cubicle of a shower. shower. Like it was, you know, one person only. Sorry, everybody. Um, with the, with the weirdest water pressure I've ever had Whoa. in my life. And the only options for the temperature were hot or hotter. It was literally like sw- I was sweating in the shower. I couldn't get I couldn't get cold water. And you might be thinking, "Girl, Greg, why did you want cold water?" Well, I had exercised a bit, and like I was sweating, so like I didn't yeah. want. Uh, so I was so hot. It was like what burning sh- my skin. What's the shampoo, conditioner, soap situation? It's still in- the H two O product, okay. um, which okay. I'm sure it'll be for a while until they run out of stock. But they're yeah. you know mounted to the walls. They are. Okay. And, um, which, I mean, that makes sense because it's, could you imagine all the garbage? It makes way more sense on a cruise. Yes. To do that. Um, and again, bathroom small, but what the heck are you doing in there, right? Like, yeah. fine. So then, then was the, if I had to guess, I would say maybe that was a queen size bed. I would say that was a queen size bed in the room. And then across from that was like the credenza, if you will, that was basically like a desk ish kind of thing that had some cabinets and then a little TV below a cabinet and then a couch which I don't think was a pull-out couch because there was the bunk bed that you can pull down yeah. from the ceiling. Um, so maybe the, maybe the couch was a bed. Maybe the couch is a bed. I didn't do I mean, I just, it held yeah. my dirty laundry is what it did. And you have mm-hmm. to have a special key. So I as soon as someone told me, I was like, is that thing going to pop out while I'm sitting on the couch and decapitate me? And the answer was no. <laughs> they have to set that up for you, I think. Yeah. Um, there's like a little key that you that you use. Was there to, an area to... for you to like put your luggage, like your suitcase? Or... Yeah, I mean, you can put it, um, I think you can put it under the bed. I mean, I literally, since I was alone in the room, I had my, yeah. on the couch, I had my suitcase open. I unpacked everything, put everything away in the drawers. Okay. And then it just was like my, quick, literally my quick change because I'd be coming from work, like throwing my clothes off, putting on regular clothes so people wouldn't recognize me. And then, you know, would be heading off to whatever lounge to do whatever trivia to have some snacks and stuff. So yeah. it was a bit of a tornado every day. And, um, so overall, like, and the, the TV was tiny. I mean, like mm-hmm. as big as a computer monitor, I would say like, like your Michael average Scott. computer monitor. Michael Scott. Yes. TV. It was basically the Michael Scott plasma TV. <laughs> um, but it didn't matter. Right. I mean, the one cool yeah. thing about that, that I, um, learned about was the live stream to the outside. So like you get like the deck cam where if you don't have a window or if you just want to see without yeah. having to get up, turn the TV on. It'll, you know, it's a live stream from what's you can, going like, on see outside. What the weather is and yeah, all that you can stuff. see if it's raining. Yeah, is the sun out I didn't yet? Think about you know? that because if you have a room with no windows, it's like uh, I don't know what's going on out there and what I need exactly. to wear. Egg, so. Exactly, exactly. So um, overall, like just this, the the air conditioning was great. That's like always my thing. Like, am I going to be mm-hmm. warm in the middle of the night? Nope, I was totally I'm fine. You, I've, I hear they're top notch, top mm. notch. And you know, one thing I noticed, and I had to look up when the ship was built because I just had this feeling it was built a while ago. And sure enough, it was. It officially sailed. The inaugural sail was 1999. So wow. I'm sure it takes okay. quite some time for the ship to be built. But there were no power outlets near the bed. So mm. if you think about that, though, 23 yeah. years ago, people weren't charging cell phones overnight. Right. And I guess maybe they didn't have alarm clocks because you could do the phone, you know, the you can set up the for it to call you, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the automatic call for a time. So... 
unless you bring an extension cord, you can't charge your phone at night and keep it next to you. And I like to do that because one, it was my alarm. And two, I like to fall asleep to the Golden Girls and I had downloaded some episodes on my phone. So, so pro tip, if you're going on a Disney, one of those older Disney cruises, you need to take bring an a extension cord. longer extension or, cord. Or um, I just used my little portable power pack and just oh, charged yeah. that overnight and then just charged that, the pack itself During in the, the room day. when I left. Just was strange to have to do. Um, yeah. You do have a stateroom attendant who is the same thing as like housekeeping, right? So mm-hmm. my, my guy um, was super nice and like he was the one that brought the luggage to the room and um, you know would leave the member gift, more on that in a moment, in the room every single day and would do the turn down and he'd leave the chocolates on the bed and and um did you get towel animals i was just gonna say and now again never been on a cruise so i was excited to come in to see all the different towels one one time it was like i think a monkey hanging on a hanger on like the curtains and stuff like did you take pictures of them i took a picture every day and i'm gonna i'll put up a compilation of it and uh he used my sunglasses in some of them which was funny right so like i love it when they use the props yes it was great um so i'm I'm happy that he did that because it's it's the small stuff right that like makes you kind of laugh or smile and stuff um okay so here's the thing on a on a member cruise uh disney vacation club gives each person in the stateroom each guest in the stateroom a gift every day and it wouldn't be when you wake up but like if you went out for breakfast like your state person knows it and then just like puts it in your in your room right okay so um they were wild it was a total of one two three four five six seven seven things seven items and then on the seventh night or maybe it was the morning of whatever you got the completer gift okay disney hanukkah like what's going on it was pretty much that so bear with me everybody you start leaving your shoes out you're like is this right is this what we do (laughs) (laughs) so night one was like a a, um not a a a drawstring bag but not like for a backpack it was just to hold certain things okay it had a a corksicle mug with a plastic top that had the alaska member cruise logo on it an insider magazine that had information about the cruise itself just like kind of the backstories of the different entertainment shows like some of the actors that were going to be on actors and actresses the entertainment um a little booklet that had you know what was going on each day um kind of like the like an epcot festival booklet like that right like a small little thing and and a hat which you probably saw in some of the pictures i was taking Mm -hmm. it's like a nice like dark gray-ish hat that says alaska with the bear on the back it says disney vacation club member cruise which if that's all they gave i'm like oh this is a cool like right. that's awesome that, that was, was just day one. one. Oh my god day two was a hooded blanket it's this really nice fleece wow. and i'll put it up so that you can at least see it fleece blanket oh that has gosh. like a big open Dude, sky I with lose. a mountain range and trees and it says you know dvs all of these things are branded member cruise with the alaska yeah. logo bear on it right that. and it's got a hood it's like awesome. Like even if that was the one thing, the next day it was a resin bear. So almost like a big paperweight you can put on your desktop, you know, oh just kind of like gosh. a little thing that says okay. Alaska. Love that. Next was the delicious Disney uh, recipe book. So recipes and stories from the most magical place on earth yeah. signed by the person who did the book, who like created the book. Wow. Day five. The tech wallet and battery. So this was the day of Juno. So they wanted you to make mm-hmm. sure that while you're exploring mm-hmm. Juno, your phone wouldn't die. So they gave you like this little kit that you can unravel that had a backup power pack in it, as well mm-hmm. as a USB cable to charge Amazing. it. You had to have your own phone cables for your own right. personal phone, but you could charge the thing. That, that right? These are things just Seriously. by themselves would be enough. Day six, two Nuimos. So you all know the little plush 
yeah. um, little dolls that you can dress up. So mm-hmm. they gave us a Mickey and a Minnie and outfits to go with them. The outfit for Minnie was designed by Ashley Eckstein, who you I've mentioned before because she came and did a, a speech at an event I went to, but she created her universe, which is a line of clothing, apparel, and stuff, mm-hmm. and maybe other things. She's the voice of As- As- Asana, to- Asana, Ta- every- I forget the name, Osana Taka, Asana, mm-hmm. somebody. Sure. Sure. People who know Star Wars are going to be yelling at me that I'm mispronouncing yeah, it. it's fine. Um, fine. And then um, the voice of Mickey, Brett Ewan, um, created the outfit for Mickey, for Mickey. So like, they have their own little outfits that you can dress them up in. They're like oh my Alaskan gosh. themed. Mickey's outfit is adorable. Yes. He looks like I a little will... lumberjack. I haven't dressed mine yet. I'll dress them and I'll post a photo Stop of it. Stop it. I'm so And then jealous. on day seven, okay. to hold all of these things, they gave us a big giant duffel bag that, you know, you could basically use as a carry-on in the plane because wow. how are you going to take all these things home? Yeah. Yeah. And um, in addition to everything I mentioned, each day, so one per state, all of that was one per guest in the room. Right. I was obviously alone, so I got one of each. And um, in addition to that, one per stateroom, they were giving out these postcards that were artwork from um, all the different places we were going to, and then some some general stuff. So like on day one, it was uh, a picture, like a, an artwork rendering of Vancouver with mm-hmm. Mickey riding a bicycle, which is an activity we actually did while we were in Vancouver. And, uh, and then the different ports of so Skagway, Ketchikan, and uh, Juno and some other things like the a picture of the fjord and like all these things. And then on the last day, you got um, the same images, but big 16 by 20 that were printed on what I learned is one of five remaining silk screens in, I think they said the country. I don't know if it was the world, but certainly the country. So they were legit. Um, they said they average about a hundred dollars a piece. If you were to buy one like full retail and we got, one for each of the each of them that, um, that you could frame. You know, you'd have to bring home right. um, with you to frame, but and provide your own frame. But if you wanted to, you could frame. And they're create. They, they were like, send um, them home in a tube or something. No, it, they came in like this nice um, big envelope that had cardboard on each side to really keep okay. it like sturdy for yeah. you. And it made it home fine for me. Wow. I don't know about everyone else, but mine were fine. And um, they were. 16 by 9 screen, I'm sorry, 16 by 20 screen prints. And not only was the little Nuimo designed by Brett E. Won, the voice of Mickey, so were all of these art pieces of art, um, which was wild to me. And what else did they Gosh. say about it? Uh, yeah, produced by Disney Fine Art. So that they're Dang. legit. Legit. You're like, um, can we go on this next year? Yeah. And, you know, seven, seven night cruise means they have more nights to give out. The next member mm-hmm. cruise is four nights. It's out of Port Canaveral going to okay. Nassau and... Castaway Key like, on the lame. Disney Wish four <laughs> nights. What a what a waste! Why don't even bother flying down for that. Mm-mm. So uh, I'm hoping I get to do that as well. Um, yeah. So again, that was just like those were the giveaways. Just wild, which is why everyone was happy on board, which was kind of nice. Seriously, everyone's like, yes. oh, did you see the blanket? Oh my god! Yes. <laughs> Every um, day, it's like, oh my god, did you get this? Yeah. Oh my gosh, Adorable. it was it was really cool to to see all those. And things. like, if you had like a family of four, and all of mm-hmm. you like you're all getting those things, like, whoo. Man, I actually left some stuff in the room. I didn't even take all of it home. I couldn't What'd do it. What'd you leave? I left the cookbook. Well, Did I was realistic. Not... What? I couldn't. You, I would you have been... a co-host. Yes, but she here's needs, the thing. She how... needs things too. <laughs> how am I gonna carry? So I left. Don't hate me, everybody. I you left the bear, the, the little like the little desktop resin bear, because I was like, first of all, it was like on its own, it was like three pounds. Oh my god! Like who? Whose idea was that? So and the cookbook was heavy. So my suitcase, don't forget, we were, not only were we on the cruise, but we were working. So yeah. I had my work clothes plus mm-hmm. like my regular clothes 
And we were in Vancouver for two nights before then. So we had those days worth of clothes. And some of us brought work stuff with us. Like we had to like work supplies, like stuff, not me, but some, but other people. Um, so we were like, how the heck? So I made the duffel bag my carry on and which I was trying mm-hmm. to avoid, but I knew that I'd be walking in the airport with it a lot. So I just had to make, I had to make some rough decisions and I left those two items and some other things that I brought with me that I left there. I was like, you know what? I'm getting <laughs> Ain't going to make it back. Stuff. Now you'll yeah. know for next time though. Um, I do still have a few things. This might be a slightly longer episode, everybody, but hear me out because I didn't even get to, I didn't even get to the best stuff, believe it or not. So um, if you're wondering what I did on the cruise, without like getting into boring details, um, our little station was in the French Quarter Lounge, and we were what's called member central. So guests would approach us to either speak to a Disney Vacation Club guide or member services, depending on what their needs were, and we would get them to the right place and or answer any questions that they had, which is essentially like a guest services role, even though we were not guest services, but we still wind up kind of playing that role. So um, that's what was happening. And then one day... Um, I had to disqualify an entrant to the raffle that was in front of us because he's an employee and it was uh, the real captain of the ship, Captain Hook. So characters everywhere on this ship, right? So he walks over and yeah. he looks and he's like, what's this? And he picks up a thing he starts f- and he, he wrote Captain Hook on the form and dropped it in and walked away. And I was like, Cap, I didn't realize you were righty, but that's nice to know. So um, I was like, what are you going to get if you win? It was a $200 stateroom credit. I was like, let me guess. You're going to buy a gold hook. And he gave me like the nod and like kind of like the hand over the heart, like he was laughing kind of thing. And then he walked away. So sorry, everybody. Had sorry, to disqualify. Mm. Had to disqualify. You're now on his list. Um, along with Peter yeah. Pan. Well, and where we were, if, if you've ever been on the Wonder, anybody, you know, that's like the main drag of the ship. So it's deck three in order to get from the, the forward or mid to the aft where like Tiana's place was or the elevators to get up to where Cabana's was and whatnot. Um, you have to walk by our little lounge. So that's where the characters would walk by when they were going to and from their post. So if they didn't stop by me to say hello, I would shout out them until they did. Ooh. So like Daisy walks over and I'm like, Daisy, and I'm doing the snaps like they do on Drag Race, you know? I'm like, Daisy, I saw you serving some looks over there. And like she starts doing the pose where she's like super sassy, you know? I got a few pictures with her. And um, obviously, like, Mickey walked by a couple times, Snow White, yeah. uh, Cinderella were just walking by. Stitch came by and was, like, pretending to mess, like, up paperwork and stuff, you know, like, being in their true characters. Yeah. Now, let's now let's kind of go back to that area because I know that yeah. they announce all the families that come on because that's, like, not a normal cruise thing. Um, but they did, did that for I, me as well. I was going to ask if you got announced because... I did. That's always, like, a thing. And I was like, how did you not, like, film that, Greg? Come on. Well, someone filmed... I, because, you know, I have a podcast brain, I got the audio yeah. of it. Okay, good. and a coworker of mine, without telling me, recorded me walking in too. Which oh, was good. Nice. Okay, because I was I saw you record others, and I'm like, oh, I wonder if they got to uh, be announced. But yes, um, it just was quick because I was a party of one. Yeah. <laughs> so it was kind of strange, but um, yeah, they ask you your name literally, like they say, and, and your party's name, and they say it right there, like it's instant. It's not <laughs> right. like it, you know. Um, yeah. You re- so you could cool. have like made anything up. You could have been like, yeah, Nottingham. Thank you. Yes, mm-hmm. I am the butts party. Everybody, Just welcome to butts party. Waddle bomb, if you will. Yes, um, I think I would be uh, the butt trumpets. Yeah, everybody, welcome the butt trumpets. It's butt trumpet. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Just try to say it differently. See if um, anybody notices. <laughs> that makes me want to like figure out um, like their sound system because if and let's we can arrange this so that um, the the butt trumpets come on. It's like everybody welcome the butt trumpets. The butt trumpets. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. <laughs> Wait, <Gosh>. one more. <laughs> that one sounds like you did it. <laughs> oh god. 
Gross. Promise that was an app, everybody. Okay. So we had a meeting while on board, a work meeting um, held in the Walter E. Disney suite of the Disney Wonder. So I don't know much about all of the rooms, but I gather this was like the premier room of the ship. If not the, but like top five, right? So it's a two-bedroom suite. It's like super nice. Their bedroom is, I mean, the bathroom is bigger than my entire stateroom, right? (laughs) So uh, the meeting, though, was a round table with my like like five bosses up from me. So like mm-hmm. this is the person who's not only Disney vac- over Disney Vacation Club, but is also over um, some other Disney Disney signature experiences like Adventures by Disney, those types of things, right? Kind so like it's deal. it's kind of a big umbrella that's that's underneath. So you know, and she's relatively new to the role, so she just wanted to talk to uh, everyone who was working on the member crews about what's going on. And we wound up kind of sitting in a semicircle around her, and I was to her right, and you know, someone was obviously to her left. So. Um, to get to know us, she asked us to go around the, we'll go, go around the room and we're going to introduce ourselves to her and, you know, just a, a brief history of how long we've been with Disney, what our role is. And, um, like a fun question would be, what's your favorite Disney character? Right. And then obviously whatever else you want to bring up, if there's something that, um, you know, you need, you wanted to, you, you have the ear of someone important, right? If there's really something you're passionate about, now's mm-hmm. the time to bring up an idea. Um, or whatever, or a struggle, or a challenge, or something, or something that's going really well that you want to make sure it continues. So, we, you know, they're going around the room, and the, the problem here, everybody, was that I was going to be last, which means I had like 15, 20 minutes to figure out what I was going to say, which mm-hmm. is always dangerous. So they're going around, and, you know, I've been here for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. I, you know, I do this. I've been, I've done these X number of roles. I've done every role at ABC, right? Mm-hmm. All these things, or... I used to work in the park, all these things, whatever, fine. Then we get to some other people, and they have similar stories where, like, you know, they come from a lifelong Disney family, which I guess is me, too. And and then my coworker goes, Kathy, who I'm trying to get on this podcast, mm-hmm. um, she tells this, like, sentimental story about how um, her mother passed away at a young age, and um, she's been coming to Disney with her father. They go on cruises every year, and, like, basically, we're all crying, right? It's like, well, now it's my turn, so I, how do I follow that? You're like, so, it's Cone. Yeah. <laughs> So it's my, it's my turn. So I look directly at our big leader who's leading this meeting. And I say, well, first, I want to thank you for saving the best for last. And, um, and I said, uh, I've been with you know Disney now for four years. I did this role and that role and this role. And um, someone was talking about how they speak like four languages, right? All along, I thought I only speak, I only spoke one language, but I like to think that I speak two language. My second language is Disney Parks because mm-hmm. I'm always there on my days off. I didn't mention this podcast to her, mm-hmm. but I'm like, I'm, I'm there on my days off. Like I'm, I'm like deeply rooted in what's going on mm-hmm. in the parks. And then I said, so rather than tell you my favorite character, I thought I could tell you my favorite attraction. She's like, oh, perfect. I was like, I just, want, I just wanted to stand out a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she's like, okay, well, what's your favorite attraction? I said, well, it is the Tomorrowland Transit Authority People Mover mm-hmm. over in our Tomorrowland at Magic Kingdom Park. And she's like, oh, no one ever says that. Um, she's like, why Why would you pick that ride? I said, well, it's a thrill ride, you know? And um, and she laughs. And I was like, obviously, it's not. I was like, I like it. I was like, you know, they changed the narration. I'm a big nerd. And like, you really have to pay attention. There's a lot of nuggets to the to the pat, to the history Mm-hmm. of Tomorrowland. That's what I appreciate about a Disney ride is when they do nods to other things yeah. and whatnot. Plus it's relaxing and you get to put your feet up and relax. So, and I'm doing my like typical Greg shtick with her, which I probably shouldn't be doing because, you know, she's super important. And, um, so I wrap up and she's like, well, I'll remember you, you know, if I ever need a laugh, I'll come to you. And then I said, um, would you like another reason to remember me? And she said, sure. I was like, well, look at these golden girl socks that I'm wearing. Aren't they nice? 
And like there are these like bright teal golden girls. It's like Dorothy's yes. face right there. Um, and like, you'll I was forget me now. She's uh, who knows? Um, so just you know, representing my team as mm-hmm. best I can. Every time you apply for the next job, you're like, it's the Golden Girl socks guy. Yes, remember me? Remember me? So um, after the meeting was over, by the way, it's like a nice-ish room, and they ordered like some finger finger sandwiches, some like pastries, uh, mm-hmm. uh, a um, charcuterie board, and like fancy mm-hmm. tea and stuff, because like it's a fancy room and whatever. So after it concludes, I'm kind of like looking around, like I want to look around this room. Yeah. So um, luckily the the leader is distracted. So like me and a couple of coworkers were like slinking around the room mm-hmm. trying to like record stuff, which I got some videos and pictures, but yeah. we're like, I'm opening up the drawers to things. I'm looking what's behind door number one and two. And we find the nice bedroom, which is gigantic. The bathroom yeah. I told you had two, they have like, it actually looked like a regular hotel room. It was gigantic. They had a full soak tub as well as a shower and um, like a big vanity for the two, like the his and her sinks set up, you know, big, big mirrors like, and stuff. In this place? And, and I'm, we're taking photos. I'm like, this is what you get for inviting yeah. the commoners to this room. Cause I'm like destroying thing. Right. I accidentally dropped something. Yeah. Like I can't figure it all out. Um, so the Walter E. Disney room, a beautiful room aboard the Disney wonder, Heck yeah. uh, would recommend if you can, I guess no one was staying in it cause we held a meeting in it. Right. I mean, I guess right, it right. wasn't occupied. So there's also, I believe there's a Roy Disney one as well. And they were holding that, um, they were using that room for different, for different things. Okay. A couple of random things to wrap up my Disney's, uh, Greg's first Disney cruise experience. Mm-hmm. Um, that I want to make sure I mention there are excursions. So this was a, an Alaskan cruise and something to know is although you can book your excursions through the navigator app through Disney, you don't have to do it as you get off um, the ship and you go into either the town or wherever like the, the areas will be, there are plenty of locals who are there to try to get you to do the, to do the same excursions mm-hmm. and they can be different in price. Not all prices were lower than directly through the Disney, um, um, you know, uh, reservation for excursions. However, I will tell you this, if you book your excursion through Disney, they will wait for you to get back on the ship. If there's some type right, of an emergency, right. if you book it outside, you're on your own. And the way the captain describes it, when they were just like kind of funnily talking about what happens if you don't get back on board, um, you'll miss us and we won't miss you, is what's going to happen. So, and it's your responsibility to get to the next port, or you're just off, like you're just not on the cruise anymore. Yeah. So just know if you want the more safe option, book it through Disney. If you're mm-hmm. looking for cost and you know that you're going to be back in time, you know, all um, yeah. realistically speaking, then then don't. But that's a good piece of information, I think, mm-hmm. for everybody because. You know, we saved maybe about like 20 bucks by not booking directly through, which all that stuff adds up when you're buying yeah. drinks or doing multiple excursions and whatnot. Um, music all over the ship is all Disney music, which might sound obvious, but um, is really cool. Like even in the bathroom, you know, like just all like those quiet spots where if you're in a yeah. restaurant, it's usually just like generic like piano music or kind of like light jazzy kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's all Disney. And it wasn't just like Disney classic you know, animated classics, it was more like deep cuts or just instrumental, but it was all Disney instrumental. And that part was really cool because you're there on a Disney ship. You like, I really felt immersed in the, in the Disney stuff. Um, yeah, I love that. So I mentioned all of the gifts that we got, right. The, in the in-room giveaways, um, I'm packing for, um, to leave. So I didn't leave my luggage out the night before. So I'm packing the morning of and, um, I got everything in my suitcase. I'm like, okay, there's no way I brought some gifts home for some coworkers, I got a few extras of some of the gifts so that we could at least, you know, show some appreciation. So I have my um, duffel bag that they gave us and I'm loading it with all the stuff. And in the room um, that I was in, it has this like nice blue blanket that has like the cruise line logo on it and like maybe a Mickey and something else. And I put that in my, 
um, in my duffel in my duffel bag. Okay, I think I got all the gifts that I that I want to take with me. Mm-hmm. And it's like seven fifty five, and we had agreed to meet at eight o'clock up for breakfast. And I'm like grabbing all my stuff, and I was like, "Wait a second, this this blue blanket. I don't remember what day it was the in room giveaway." So I'm like, "Huh." So I um, pull up, I take out my phone, and I Google like Disney Wonder Stateroom, and all of the photos have the blue blanket, and it belongs to the room. It yeah. wasn't a giveaway. Well, as you're saying that, I was like, "Wait, yeah, I don't know what a I, gift. okay." This was day number eight and a <laughs> severe lack of sleep, everybody. Okay. I wonder we barely what they would have slept. done though. Like I wonder what they would have done if we found out it's a three hundred dollar stateroom charge. Ooh. So grateful that I thought of it because oh, okay. that would have been rough. So you um, unpacked it. I unpacked it and I was very grateful. And I'm not joking when I say um fourteen hour work days, by the way. Three the C days we worked from eight AM to twelve to ten PM. Um and the other days were less, but were just normal work days. Mm-hmm. So like Oof, we were, I mean, we were, we were so tired that when we got in the taxi from Vancouver to go back to the airport, our taxi driver, who I would say not a looker, looked at us and was like, man, you guys are beat down. And we were like, thanks. We're just really tired. Okay. Stop, yeah. stop judging us. They're like, wasn't that a Disney cruise? <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, he's, uh, so meanwhile, he works at like, obviously he's a taxi driver, but he's constantly picking up people after the cruise because he he was waiting outside. Like he yeah. was in a long line of taxis that were outside the port waiting. in Vancouver. So he must see people like us all the time. Yeah. When I say people like us, I mean, just like tired, whether yeah. you're a guest or you worked in some capacity, like you're going to be tired because it's a lot. You're like doing a lot. Right. Um, there are hidden Mickey's all over the place, which is something I was hoping for because, you know, if you're going to something like this, you kind of expect it to be like a park or a resort mm-hmm. in that sense. So that same Disney experience is there. Um, I did tell you, I would tell you how I broke the law. Yeah. So there might be a warrant out for my arrest twice because apparently it's illegal to bring produce on and off the ship. Mm. Um, anything that's raw. And I didn't know that. So like, you know me, Mr. Snack. So I would take like a banana and an apple from the from the lo- breakfast buffet on the on the port days so that I wouldn't have to worry about food when we're in town because, you know, I don't have to stop and spend money. I, it's all you can eat on the ship. So I like to go to take out my apple and two of my coworkers like whip their head around like, what, Greg, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm eating a banana. Hello. I'm like, am yeah. I eating it funny? Like, should I break it and eat it? Cause I'm, is, am I being suggestive with the way I'm eating? <laughs> They're like, no, um, you're not allowed to, you can't bring food like into, into Alaska. It has to stay on the ship. And I was like, oh, but it's just a banana. I'm like, exactly. It can't be produce. It can't be, mm-hmm. uh, it can't be raw, uncooked stuff. I go, well, I did it again the next day because like, listen guys, I don't know what to tell you all. I am hungry, but I went up not eating the apple, so I had to throw it out before I got back on the mm. ship because they run your bags through security, and maybe right. it would have come up on the security camera thing. Like, this guy has an um, apple. You <laughs> can't so take broke, this out. Broke maritime law, everybody. Mm. Mm. Um, do it, Did I answer any... Do you have any lingering questions for me? I feel like I talked a lot. Hopefully, no. I, I gave like a, a good enough picture of what trying, my time on the ship was. Yeah, I was trying to ask things as they kind of came up. So, um, were there like... I mean, was there like a workout facility? Like, were there yes. outdoor things? Um, like, uh, there was a gym. Yep, okay. there was a gym. There was a running was track. Like a track. I didn't do. Okay. I didn't do a running track because um, this was my break from running. I needed it, and um, I just was so afraid that if I'm running and there's a little bit of rocking, I just was trying to minimize the opportunity yeah. to get sick. Plus, I was working like a right. lot. So any time that I wasn't working, I was either eating or sitting down in a lounge or in bed sleeping. So. That was really Did it. Did you have sunny weather most of the time? Did it rain? First like... half, yes. The okay. second half, um, in Ketchikan, it was very rainy. That's like rain capital of Alaska, they joke about. And Juneau was a little cloudy and rainy. But we got to see a glacier, which was cool. We got up to a place called Nugget Falls, which obviously we found the falls that has the word nugget in it. Right. Although they were referring to nuggets of gold back in the day. But 
you know, we did, I was thinking chicken nuggets. And then we did get <laughs> to course. see a glacier, which I'm sure I posted photos of. And um, in Vancouver, we went on a, uh, a suspension bridge park where are these big suspension bridges mm. that will scare you yeah. quite a bit, which yeah. was a fun time. So, uh, yeah, weather overall was was fine. You know, the Canada parts were warmer. The Alaska parts were colder. But overall, it was just nice not to be in the heat and the humidity for a little while. So let me ask you this. If you were mm-hmm. to go on this ship as a guest, not yeah. working, how much would you pay to go on the ship? Well, I looked up how much it cost. Well, that's what I'm saying. Do you think it's worth the cost? Here's the thing. Like with everything else, you need to determine what's valuable in your life mm-hmm. and what's not. I will tell you that this Alaskan cruise is more expensive than non-Disney Alaskan cruises. And I've only ever been on this one cruise. Right. I really think that if you take away the, the member gifts, because that was a member cruise specific yeah. thing, but like kind of strip it down to a normal cruise, um, the ports that we went to were awesome, right? Like getting to see that part of this mm-hmm. country that I probably would have never otherwise seen. Awesome. And I'm never going to fly there. So right. uh, that that so the Alaskan part of it, beautiful like mm-hmm. just for the, if that's all we did was just go to alaska and they fed us here and there i feel like that would almost be worth it but the fact that there is so much entertainment so many characters walking around it's what you want the parks to be in terms of character meet and greets i mean they're mm-hmm. literally just walking around and although they would you know eventually have small queues to take pictures you're talking five ten guests ahead of you max right. or like right. maximum um i the I first walked on the ship I'm minding my business. I'm on deck four overlooking the atrium and uh, Spider-Man's next to me. And like, I, I didn't acknowledge him because I didn't yeah. want to like distract because he was waving to guests down below. And then he turns to walk away and I was like, hey, Spidey. And he nods like at me and he keeps going. It's like, I just had so many, I, and I was working. Imagine being right. a guest. I had so many character interactions, which is like something I love about, about going to the parks and resorts. So um, that, the entertainment and the food was delicious minus the duck. The food was like really, really good, mm-hmm. and there was so much of it. Service was excellent. Like every cast member I spoke with was great. Um, so if if that's something that sounds good to you, then I would say yes, it is. The value is there for for this cruise for sure. Well, good. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I'm just trying to process all the things you did. I'm sure you're probably still processing it all, but I had to go back through pictures to remember because exciting. like it's overwhelming, yeah. and I was. While um, I was on board, I was looking up other cruises. Like, this is, I need to do more. Yeah. This is, I yeah. can't believe I've slept on this for this long. Like, I need to go do more. But at least, like, and, now uh, you know, kind of, um, you know, like, you don't get sick. So, you know, like, you could do yeah. whatever. You know what kind of room you would want. Yep. Um, stuff like that. So, that's kind of cool to, like, do it kind of on Disney's dime. And then, <laughs> if yeah. you want to pay for your own, you know what you want. Yes, so. that part was. I mean, I'm looking forward to enjoying it more yeah. and seeing more than just the one window I was able to look out and yeah, see. Yeah, it's like imagine all the stuff that you would have done if like you were just a guest, you know? Oh my gosh, so much stuff. They were playing all these movies on board. Um, some of them before they were out on Disney Plus and stuff. Just so many, just so many things that yeah. so many different shows, um, and like seminars, I guess you could call them. Just like activities, I guess is a better way to put it. I tr- probably would have tried the hot tub. For a little bit, mm-hmm. um, some of my coworkers got to see the Northern Lights at night. I chose yeah. sleep over that. I was like, I was a zombie by yeah. the time we, they were visible. It's like I have to go to bed. Um, I was I was falling asleep standing up. I was like, I need to go to You're sleep. Like, they just, just were take such some long really good days. Photos and show me. <laughs> yeah, they did, and they did. That, so, um, uh, yeah, really cool. I would absolutely do this cruise again if I had to pay mm-hmm. for it. And I mean, I wouldn't now, not soon anyway, but like in the yeah. future, as I forget what I did and it would be like new again, I would do it again. Yeah. Absolutely. So good. 
All right. Well, that wraps it up, doesn't it? It wraps it up. Um, we're going with no news nuggets today yeah. because as we're recording, it's the day before Disney's making what will, I assume, be a buttload of mm-hmm. announcements on their third day of D23. So anything we can talk about now is going to be stale, I think, when this episode releases. Right. So I'm looking forward to see what they announce there. Yeah. Um, over yeah. At so D23. And if you're not familiar, D23 is the event that happens like every year or is it every, every other year every yeah. other year every where other. they like do all these big announcements instead they tell you what's coming it's like a it's kind of like disney con if you will yes um and officially so, it's the d23 expo yeah and it's yeah. over in anaheim and day three is when the dpep the disney parks experiences and products um yeah is going so which is tomorrow for us and so we're gonna wait till next week when we have all of the information to kind of you know, put it all in do one. Do like a digest. Yeah. yeah oh, what's what's going you. on and how do we how do we feel about it? Yeah, um, but until then, let's do some Disney history, let's as always, it. brought to you in partnership with the Mouselets, who just wrapped up their Disneyland trip. If yeah. you missed it, of course, you can follow them on Instagram or check out their website for some cool Disney-inspired merchandise. Love it. You want me to go first? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go first. And I'm kind of bringing it down a little bit, but, you know, it's the week of September 11th, so I feel like... I'm going to do a little memorial thing here for that. So this um, this week, obviously, it's September 11, 2001. It says that Disney World cast members in all four parks are instructed to hold hands and form a human wall and gently, without touching guests, walk towards the hub of each park and eventually towards the exit. This calmly forces all guests out of the parks. Security follows each human wall to make sure no one gets past. It takes less than 30 minutes to evacuate thousands of guests from the theme park. So I guess when all of this stuff was happening, we were kind of in a state of emergency. Uh, this was what they did to get people out of the park. So I thought that was very interesting. And I don't think I've ever looked at that or read that before. So I was like, oh, I'm going to share that. Um, yeah. That was kind of their way of like, hey, we, you know, there's all this stuff going on. We don't have a lot, all the information yet. So they closed the park down for that. And um, later, Michael Eisner releases a statement to cast, mem- cast members explaining um, the closings. And these are the words that he ended that uh, that release or sorry, that statement with. So finally, let me say our company around the world will continue to operate in this sometimes violent world in which we live, offering products that reach to the higher and more positive side of the human equation. Hmm. So. It's always kind of surreal when the real world stuff seeps its way into Disney yeah. parks, right? Because you always yeah, kind of, sure. usually you do Disney stuff to escape the real mm-hmm. world, but every now and then they, they just kind of clash there. Yeah. All right. What you All got? Right. Flash forward 12 years to 2013. Uh, so this week in 2013, Disney's Hollywood Studios celebrated Friday the 13th with Ooh. what they called a limited time magic promotion. It was the Unleash the Villains event Ooh. in Hollywood Studios. It included a dance party hosted by Hades, the character from the Hercules movie, a meet and greet mm-hmm. for villains around the parks, Echo Lake, and uh, a special fireworks show called Villainy in the Skies. Because for a while there was fantasy in the skies. The other thing right. was villainy, villainy in the skies. In the skies. I wish they would do more of those like date related events, like when they used to yeah. have the the one more Disney day for leap year. Those right. kinds of things. Like right. I would love to see those come back. You Wouldn't know what I'm excited about? We are days away from Hocus Pocus Two. Just saying. <gasps> cool. There was another trailer dropped with a little bit more information. I think that was a D twenty three thing, but we can talk about that later. All right, before Greg closes us out with a wonderful quote, if you like what you heard today, feel free to like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. You can also leave us a review over on iTunes so others can locate us easier on their platform of choice in the world of Disney podcast. We just want to be at the top of that, okay? Uh, you can also follow along with us on Instagram or the TikToks at That Park Life Podcast. 
If you want to leave us a question, you can do so on our IG highlight, Ask Beth and Greg. We would love, we just love to get your questions. So shoot them, shoot them at us. Uh, to follow our personal Instagram accounts, I am at the real Beth McDonald. And I am at the Disney Greg. Yep. And as always, if you want to submit a request for an episode, share a magical cast member moment, or just simply share some Disney magic with loved ones who can't get to the parks, you can head over to our website. It's thatparklifepodcast.com and submit a magic gram. And they're free. They're free for you. Free for your peeps. Everyone wins. (laughs) Win-win. All right, Greg, take it away. A quote from Alice in Alice in Wonderland. Every adventure requires a first step. So if you're on the fence about that cruise, book that cruise because you get the Do it. Uh, you get the Greg money back guarantee. That's right. Um, Treat yourself two thousand twenty two. Yes. <laughs> all right. With that, we will see you all next week. Remember, a new release day next week. So we'll see you all Wednesday. on Wednesday of next week. Until then, thanks for hanging out with us, everybody. See you guys later. Bye.